All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA. Happy belated Father's Day to all you dads out there. I had a great Father's Day yesterday. It was my first Father's Day as a dad of two, so that was pretty special. My wife got me some new glasses for Father's Day. Uh, let me know what you think about them. Let me know in the comments below. My other glasses, my old glasses, they got a little wonky, like one leg was kind of lopsided. It looked a little wonky there, wonky-eyed. But uh, I got these new glasses. Let me know what you think about them in the comments below. So yesterday, having been Father's Day, I thought I'd take some time today to discuss um, a fatherly book that has become a uh, an integral part of American entrepreneurial lore, so to speak, in the past couple decades. That book is, of course, Robert Kiyosaki's uh, book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, if you don't know what this book is, is basically Robert Kiyosaki telling the story of how his poor dad, his biological father, uh, basically worked hard his whole life working for the government, but then he supposedly died broke. Well, Robert Kiyosaki's unnamed uh, rich dad, right, who he, whom he was not biologically related to, taught Robert the principles of business and investing and entrepreneurship and how to escape the rat race, hence the name Rich Dad poor dad. This book has really become a classic in the past 20 years, has inspired a lot of people to quit their jobs and pursue uh, business and entrepreneurship full time. So um, going along with the fatherly theme of Father's Day yesterday, I thought I would just share some thoughts with you on this book today. I personally read this book when I was a teenager. There are definitely things I like about it, but also some things that I disagree with. Please leave a comment below letting me know whether or not you have read this book. And if you have read it, also let me know what you think about it. But the overall takeaway for many people is that the American middle class should question the traditional career path. They should disdain their safe, secure jobs with benefits and instead pursue entrepreneurship and investing in order to escape the dastardly rat race. Right um, now, there are some other issues with this book. I'm not getting into. Is Rich Dad even real? Probably not. Did Kiyosaki even make significant wealth before he published this book? Probably not. I'm not going to get into all those aspects of this. Right? Um, how much of the Rich Dad story is real? How much of Kiyosaki's pre-Rich Dad Poor Dad wealth is fictional or not? You can read up on all that on the internet. In this video, I just want to give my opinion on three things this book says that I like and three things the book says that I don't like, okay? But let me preface this by saying that Robert Kiyosaki, largely as a result of criticism over the years, has, shall we say, modified his positions a bit to not be so controversial. But with, just with this video, I'm sticking with the original book here, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's possible that Kiyosaki's positions on some things have changed since he first wrote this book, so I just want to put that disclaimer out there. But before we get into the bad news about this book, in my opinion, let's talk about three statements from Rich Dad, Poor Dad that I really like. First one. Know the difference between an asset and a liability. Here's the quote. You must know the difference between an asset and a liability and buy assets. An asset is something that puts money in my pocket. A liability is something that takes money out of my pocket. This is a real gem and one that I wish everybody understood. I kind of paraphrase it like this. Don't buy things that make you poorer. Buy things that make you richer. So what are things that make you poor? The newest gadget some fancy sports car, some fancy truck, all the crap we own that we don't need that declines in value. And even worse is when we buy crap with money we don't have and put it on a credit card and our crap ends up costing us even more due to astronomical interest rates on credit cards. Those are all liabilities. Those things make you poorer. But what makes you richer? 
Well, in Rich Dad language, which is not technical accounting language, but in Rich Dad language, assets are the things that make you richer. A rental property on which you generate cash flow every month and principal pay down and appreciation. Um, though the Rich Dad philosophy is to invest for cash flow, not appreciation, but that's a whole separate discussion. Stocks, right? You buy shares in good companies. The value of those companies increase over time in the long run, generally speaking. Some companies even pay some of its cash flow to investors as dividends. These are assets. So I like this concept. I like this truth. Know the difference between an asset and a liability. And rather than pursuing the accumulation of liabilities like the vast majority of consumeristic Americans, pursue the accumulation of assets. Second statement, second thing I like about Rich Dad Poor Dad is that it's okay to make mistakes. That was the message of the book. Here's the quote. In school, we learn that mistakes are bad and we are punished for making them. Yet, if you look at the way humans are designed to learn, we learn by making mistakes. We learn to walk by falling down. If we never fell down, we would never walk. Now, I'm not a psychologist, but I know myself and I've known enough people to know that the fear of failure or the fear of disappointing others or looking bad or looking dumb, it's very much a part of the human experience. And this natural fear, it, it can be useful um, in many cases. And at an extreme, it can save our lives. Um, in many other cases, it keeps society going and the social order intact. But when it comes to building wealth and that sort of thing, it can sometimes get in the way. The example that specifically Kiyosaki is getting at in this book is starting a business. Anybody who starts a business, they're going to make mistakes, especially early on. And I speak from my personal experience as a business owner. But if you let all those mistakes really get to you, you're just going to close up shop and say, forget this. I'm screwing up too much. I'm just making too many mistakes. I'm not good at this. But what Kiyosaki is saying is that it's okay to make mistakes. This isn't an excuse to be reckless, but I believe it is an encouragement to think positively about our mistakes. Think more along the lines of, hey, what can I learn from my mistakes rather than only negative about, negatively about our mistakes with negative thoughts like, oh, I'm, I'm such a failure. I make so many mistakes. Third thing I like about Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is his point that net worth is more important than that income. Here's the quote from the book. It's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. This is true. Maximizing your income is merely a means to an end, and that end is maximizing your net worth. Your income is merely a handmaid of your net worth. There are plenty of people who have very high incomes, but have very little net worth, right? They have very little assets. And they have a lot of liabilities because they spend all their money on liabilities. On the other hand, there are people with very modest incomes who have very high net worths because they live below their means, They've taken the modest access they have every month and they've invested it in assets. If you haven't seen my uh, video on investing for beginners, check it out, link at the top of the screen. So sure, there's a lot of good stuff in Rich Dad Poor Dad. And I have listened to enough people far more successful than I am who took life-changing risks as a result of reading this book and they are now in a much better place today than they would have been had they spent the next 30 years in a cubicle. But for every millionaire who left the corporate world after reading Kiyosaki's work I believe there are dozens of people for whom Kiyosaki's message led to a path of ruin and hasty decision-making concerning their life paths. I've personally known people, largely inspired by Rich Dad Poor Dad, who with no savings, no real plan, no viable product or service I've tested in the marketplace, they quit their jobs, thinking that by doing that they would magically figure it all out and escape the rat race, only to find out they had no idea what they were doing, and they set themselves back financially a decade or more. And I can't help but think that they were encouraged down this path by the following three statements from Rich Dad Poor Dad that I will share with you now that I don't agree with. Here's statement number one. Rich Dad thought it best to go broke before 30. You still have time to recover. Ugh. 
I couldn't disagree with this statement more. It is extremely important to start building wealth, building your assets as soon as possible because your greatest advantage is time. If you take my Prosper course, link with the coupon code in the description below, you know that in general market conditions, investing for 10 years beginning in your 20s and then stopping at 30, just the 10 years of investing and never investing again, that will result in more wealth in retirement than beginning at 30 and investing the same amount for the next 46 years. That math is not intuitive, but it's real. I would much rather young people build wealth by assets early on in life because those assets will grow and provide them with the cushion they need, the safety net they need to take risks later on. Idea number two I'm not particularly fond of from Rich Dad Poor Dad is the notion that you don't need money to make money. Here's a quote. The idea that it takes money to make money is a thinking of financially unsophisticated people. Education and wisdom about money are important. Start early. Buy a book. Go to a seminar. Practice. Here's the truth, folks. Unless you have incredible connections or are presented with some once-in-a-thousand-lifetimes opportunity, you need at least some money to make money. Now, obviously, you can go out this weekend with just the shirt on your back and the pants on your legs and start a physical labor-based side hustle with no money, sure. But when it comes to acquiring the kind of wealth and financial freedom and time freedom that Kiyosaki talks about in his book, sorry, but you need money to do that. No book or seminar is going to magically make that happen for you. By the way, I love how he throws in buy a book and go to a seminar here as recommendations, which are conveniently enough the sources of his own fortune. Thing number three I don't like in this book is that Kiyosaki basically says that the things you learn in school aren't important. Here's the quote. Remember that anything important can't really be learned in the classroom. It must be learned by taking action, making mistakes, and then correcting them. That's when wisdom sets in. On the contrary, Robert... There is some pretty important information that can be learned in a classroom. I find it a bit ironic that Robert Kiyosaki himself surrounds himself with attorneys, accountants, and other professionals who learn their craft in a classroom, and yet he turns around and slams education like this. Now, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of bogus degrees out there that young people accumulate a lot of debt to get that they really shouldn't be getting. But there are other degrees out there where a useful, marketable job skill is taught that can transform an 18-year-old with no real marketable job skills, making $7.25 an hour, turn that person into a 22-year-old with marketable job skills who can make double that, right? And then progress in their career, make far more at 30, 40, maybe start their own business based on these skills they have somewhere down the line. I personally know people who had the opportunity to pursue a degree in something very practical, but they dropped out or they didn't go to college and they were largely influenced by Robert Kiyosaki. I'm thinking of one guy in particular. He was on Instagram, or at least, yeah, he, well, he was on Instagram. He's not very active there anymore. Not quite sure what he's doing now, but I remember on his Instagram profile in his bio, it said, entrepreneur. Um, and he was basically one of these fake it till you make it internet hustle culture, Instagram entrepreneurs. And I think a lot of this glorification of entrepreneurship and disdain for a traditional career path, it's always been an attractive notion, right? But I think that Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, has a lot to do with, with cementing this notion in popular culture and led a lot of young people astray, especially young people who may not have had the financial safety net that Kiyosaki had. Now, he calls his biological father poor, but Robert didn't grow up in poverty. His father was Ralph Kiyosaki, who worked his way up the Hawaii educational system, eventually ran for lieutenant governor of the state of Hawaii in 1970. Most people don't run for state office if they're completely broke, right? Now, Robert does claim that his biological father died broke, but I personally think that's probably pretty questionable, given that he had a pretty good pension from the state and how loose Kiyosaki can be with details. But anyway, my point is, I think it's a dangerous thing to put out statements like this, like Kiyosaki's, right, that anything important can't be learned in the classroom, 
especially for young people, right? Making huge decisions about their life, such as whether to go to college or not, who may not have the safety net of a two-parent middle-class family. And related to this, there's this whole culture these days, and I think Kaisaki certainly influenced a lot of this that says, jobs are dumb, the only thing worth doing is starting your own business. I think that's ridiculous. If you're familiar with Kaisaki's work, you know about his cash flow quadrant uh, that features quite prominently in his earlier books. It's a quadrant with letters E, B, S, I in each of its corners. E stands for employee, B for business owner, S for self-employed, I for investor. And in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Kiyosaki was really big on poo-pooing the E and S quadrants, urging individuals stuck in those quadrants to pursue the B and I quadrants uh, ASAP. But anybody who has both had a traditional job and has had their own business can tell you that there are definitely pros and cons of both, right? With a traditional job, you just have to focus on doing your thing, your skill, doing that skill well. That's primarily all you have to worry about, right? This goes all the way from the kid flipping burgers for $7.25 an hour, right? All that person has to do is make the food, keep on making the food, make the food well. All the way up to uh, the expert heart surgeon, right? Making half a million dollars or more a year. All that surgeon has to do is keep operating on hearts, right? Keep operating on hearts. That surgeon doesn't have to worry about bringing in business for the hospital where he works. He doesn't have to worry about keeping employees happy or all the things that come with being a business owner. He just has to focus on fixing hearts. Now, obviously, I imagine the job of a heart surgeon where someone's life is literally in your hands is extremely stressful. But at the end of the day, there's a lot, even a highly skilled employee like a heart surgeon doesn't have to worry about, right? Um, he or she just has to worry about their craft, their skill, doing that well. On the other hand, a business owner, right? They don't just have to worry about the craft or the skill. They have to worry about bringing in business, uh, not getting in trouble with labor laws. They have to worry about setting prices, hiring and firing employees, managing their staff, workflow issues on top of doing the actual thing itself, right? In many senses, it's more stressful and not always more lucrative than having a traditional job. But I think a lot of this hustle culture, glorification of entrepreneurship, I think a lot of it has its roots, at least from my generation, probably my parents' generation as well, in Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But here's the thing, folks, not everybody should be an entrepreneur. Some people have a, a better life, a richer life, more money by just sticking with a job, a traditional career path, than by trying to be an entrepreneur. That That's just the truth, folks. And if and when you do leave traditional employment to start a business, please do so strategically, not just because you had some epiphany from reading a book. Maybe I'll do a video at that at some point, what to do before you quit your job. Um, but I think this video has gone on long enough at this point. I've said what I want to say about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I do have some other videos uh, right here and right here that you might be interested. Be sure to check those out as well. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.